Thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. You can find more of them like it on our website, kymnradio.net, or wherever you get your podcast. Simply search the KYMN Radio Podcast.
I love my birthday. I told you guys this last year, and I'll probably say it again next year, and for every other year I do this show. I love my birthday. I'll admit it. I can be an attention whore. You know what? So is Bruce Springsteen, and if it's good enough for him, then it's good enough for me. I don't think it's out of line to enjoy being the center of attention for one day out of the year. Oh, you Norwegian Lutheran Minnesotans, you're all so uncomfortable with the idea of anybody looking at you, I know, but I may be born and raised in Minnesota, but my soul is a Scotch-Irish Episcopal Kentucky boy, so I can refuse to conform to this alien culture. I love birthdays in general. I love your birthday, and yours, and yours! July 29th. Who's got a birthday? September 9th? October 3rd? The entire month of November, there is a significant birthday every day of that otherwise dreary month. Let's celebrate them all. Part of my job at this radio station every morning is to tell you whose birthday it is. Today is June 17th, which means Newt Gingrich, Barry Manilow, George Clinton, Venus Williams, and French ice dancer Isabelle de la Beau are all celebrating birthdays right now. Tomorrow is June 18th, which means Paul McCartney will celebrate his 79th birthday. Let's celebrate every one of them. I grew up in Edina, Minnesota. They call us cake eaters. You're damn right. Birthday cake every day. So my birthday is on Saturday. I'll be 52. And if it's my birthday, then that means two other things. It's Juneteenth, June 19th, which is the day we celebrate the end of slavery in America, a day that's about to become a federal holiday in this country, by the way. And it is also the second anniversary of the weekly list. I don't know exactly when the show first aired, but I know that I recorded the first show right about now. So I choose to celebrate the show's anniversary on my favorite day of the year. And the way I choose to celebrate the day this year is by indulging my favorite music from my favorite decade. I was a teenager in the early 80s. They were my formative years. So tonight, it's all about the music that formed my deeply schlocky, sappy, romantic sucker for a great hook soul. I hope you like it. And if you don't, come back next week. This show's for me. It's my gift to myself. You know why? Because it's my birthday. My name is Rich Larson. That poor guy's name is Daniel G. Moyer. This is the weekly list. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to AM 1080. FM 95.1 KYMN Radio in beautiful downtown Northfield, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us on yet another edition of the Weekly List. Hi, Danny. Hey, Richie. Um, so when's your birthday again? <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, here's the thing. I'm really glad that I came down yeah. because I've been worried about your self-esteem issues. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it's good to see you finally being a little p- positive. I mean, you took all of Minnesota to culture to to task. I mean, you're Scotch Irish Episcopal Kentucky boy, really? Yeah. What well, you knew that? Well, I just always thought you were like a bourbon swilling hip hipville or or hip or Hicksville kind of guy. Um, bourbon swilling, yes. Yeah, bourbon. You know, yeah. Which would be a great, great uh, gift to give me on my birthday, oh. Saturday. My birthday is Saturday, birthday is- June. I was born June nineteenth, nineteen sixty nine, yes, and I- at Lutheran Deaconess Hospital in Minneapolis, Minnesota, at somewhere around two o'clock in the afternoon. Two o'clock in the afternoon. I seem to know it the afternoon because I think I made a joke when we were in college about that's when you typically woke up. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I was your junior counselor, so geez. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, here is the thing. I, 
The thing that drives me absolutely crazy, because I did see it in the newspaper in the past week, that June 19th is now going to be a federal holiday. It is. Yeah. I want you to understand that that's a very important day. It's not for you. So I don't want to hear you going around saying, hey, you know what? My birthday is on June 19th, and it's a federally mandated holiday. So the reason that you're not going to get mail that day is because of me. They're stopping mail delivery all for me. It's not for you. Yesterday, I got a text from... Uh, from. Uh, Please tell me Biden. <laughs> my dear Elizabeth Stiff in Kentucky. Okay, yes. And uh, uh, she said, congratulations, your birthday is about to become a federal holiday. And, and I had to think about what to say <laughs> okay. back. And I just finally said, yeah, and it should have been, uh, it should have been a federal, ho- federal holiday long before I got here. It, it absolutely it yes, should yes, be. Yes. I mean, really, and, and like, that's the that's let's, the realistic let's, thing. And let's recognize this mm-hmm. for a moment, like to take you know all tongues out of cheeks and things. Yes. And, and uh, as we're recording this, I just received um, uh, an update from NBC News that the House has passed a bill making Juneteenth a federal holiday. I assume the Senate will do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and and then uh, President Biden will sign it, yep. and it will be a federal holiday. And that's. That's something that, do, that, it's that important. is long overdue. It's important. It's a symbolic thing, but it's a very, very important thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and okay. that's, okay, now we're not going to be serious anymore. <laughs> and so when I rip on June 19th, it's, it's me because I love you. I get it. I get it. Sometimes so, love is painful. Right. <laughs> so um, I programmed this entire show yep. tonight. Every last song was selected by myself. Yep. Uh, and I'm just gonna. You got to sit through this, man. And I, I like. I have to sit you, through this. You are. You are. You're subjecting an audience. to well, this. they can turn it off if they want to. You're That's, stuck. I, yeah, that is. If, if you want your growler, you ha- you can't get it until you leave <sighs> the studio. So right. Um. So I, 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 you know, I have to apologize to you up front. Okay. And just you know, I, 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 you didn't have to come down. I mean, you must really want that beer. Well, and you're making me work for it this time. No question. No question. But uh, you and I do both share sort of an affinity for this yeah, era do. of music, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, you, you, we have talked uh, for years and years and years about the wonderfully guitar-driven pop music of the early 80s. Oh, and, and yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, this, was my for- this was when I started thinking about girls. This was when I started listening to the radio. Yeah. You know, the, the, these songs... A lot of them, um, I was, I was talking here. Okay. Uh, the first song we heard, let's just real, okay, real quick get yeah. this out of, out of the, out of the way. First song we heard tonight was, uh, uh, the band Cracker, uh, which, um, is fronted by, uh, David Lowry, who also fronts the band Camper Van Beethoven. Right. Um, I opened the birthday show last year with happy birthday to me. And you know what? Next year I will open the birthday show with happy birthday to me. You my know cracker. why? So we've got, we've got an established trend. Yeah, because it's my birthday. Well. And happy birthday to me. Okay. Okay. I, I love, I, I really so, wasn't familiar with that song to be quite honest. And I loved it. I, 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 just, I will give you that. That was a great I, song. And that whole line about wanting to be a Catholic. Yeah. For some reason, I, I just why. thought that was funny. Yeah. I just, you know, it struck me. I like a song with a sense of humor like that. I guess and I'm it's happy just to see your face at a time like this. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, it's catchy as hell. I love Lowry's just yeah. smart ass sense of humor. And that's. That's a really great thing about a lot of pop music that we both love. Right. Is that kind of sense of, 
hey, you know what? Let's not take ourselves too seriously because life should be a joyful thing. Exactly. And so I'm going to tease you a little bit because it's your birthday and because of some of this stuff. And then I'll tell you how I really feel about these songs at the end. Don't, 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 but, don't, but, but, don't, you know, don't it's, get it's too sappy at me. Well, no, I'm but not going to get overly honest sappy. To God, let's not take this show too seriously at all. No, we, we, and that's my whole point. And, life <laughs> is such a serious thing, Rich. And, and I've said this before, and you know this. Life is such a serious thing that you can't take anything seriously. You have to have fun in it because I, otherwise, what's the option? I don't, I, frankly, anyone who's listened to this show for the past three or four <laughs> months is not going to accuse you and I of taking Take the show too seriously. seriously. <laughs> you know, I was a little worried because before the show, who did we run, run into on, out uh, on the streets? Laura Derek Myers. <laughs> exactly. You know, and so I was really glad. We got a selfie taken with we them, did. which was great. We did. And you got to meet them for the first I time. I know. And, yeah. and part of me was like, your beer is really good. Please don't hit me. <laughs> but no, I I, right. I knew that they weren't going to say right. that. They were fantastic. Lauren Derek Myers, of course, who own Imminent, Imminent Brewing. Brewing. The sponsor of the show. Yes. The founders of the feast. Yes, exactly. Yes. And it, wonderful. And I'm great to hear all of the exciting things about them opening um, and becoming a little bit you know, more out there. And yeah. it, it's Northfield We're going to talk, talk a little bit about that because not only is it my birthday weekend, not only is it Juneteenth, not only is it the second anniversary of the weekly list, it's also the fourth anniversary of Eminem Brewing this weekend. Oh, really? Okay, we're going to save all that for later. We'll get um, into it. Yeah, we'll get into, we'll get it. into so, it. I should have written a haiku for that, and I didn't. Yeah, well, no. you're, you're haiku rich. I'm sure that you can There's still time. spin something out. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, federal holiday. And by the way, <laughs> so it's Paul McCartney's birthday tomorrow? Tomorrow's Paul McCartney's 79th birthday. Wow. Yeah. I've always I've always known that because it's it's the day before mine, right. and he was born the same year as my mom. That's so he's going to be seventy nine wow. tomorrow. Yeah, okay. So I was talking with a friend of mine on Friday night, and he was saying that when he was in junior high, um, he was super into Eddie Money, right? Mm-hmm. But then he grew older, and he went to college, and he started listening to other stuff, and suddenly he wasn't li- interested in Eddie Money anymore. And I respect this. Well, I, I I do because look, there's there's Bob Dylan or there's you know there's whoever you're into, and Eddie Money is not on that level. He he Eddie Money made God love God rest the man's soul. Yeah. God love Eddie Money. He made wonderful pop music, but let's I mean you know it, it's 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 not Shakespeare. He's not going to get into the Hall of Fame. That's what you're saying, right? Well, no, that's Which, not. I mean, he does. It's meat and potatoes rock. But it's 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 a great hook and and uh, he had great delivery. He could the man could sing and the man could write write a, a song. Anyway, my point to him though is you're right. It's not Shakespeare. It's not Dylan. It's not it's it's not at that highest level. But from a sentimental mm-hmm. point of view, I um I don't um. I lost my train of thought there. It's 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 a sentimental thing. That's from, where you from, were going. From a sentimental point you. of view, I that I treasure that music, mm-hmm. right? I absolutely love it. Um, and, you, I mean, and the song we're about to play uh, is uh, "I Think I'm in Love" by Eddie Money is a very specific point in time for me. It's it's like September of 1982 when I had I had. Uh, Met the girl who actually is I consider to be my first love, you know, and, and and well, yeah, we never actually. I just loved her from afar, right? For, for oh, no, I life, I know, you know that you know, it was but, but, the, the but, stolen glances across the exactly the algebra classroom, exactly a German yeah. class, okay. but whatever. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna play the song, and it's I love it. It's, and 
Eddie Money, I always liked him because he always did have the guitar focused. And you probably don't even know this. When I was studying guitar um, early on, the very first guitar solo that I learned, note for note, was Two Tickets to Paradise. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to say that's fantastic. Yeah, I, and I, I remember I was taking, I took classical guitar for a while, and there, there was all that kind of stuff, and you mm-hmm. learned a lot of theory, and I grew up studying piano from a very, very young age, and that's where I learned a lot of the theory that gets applied, and that's when I kind of get into my weird thing of like, well, A minor is the relative minor to C yeah, major, yeah, and yeah, yeah, forget yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and after learning all this stuff of classical guitar, I met this kid named Todd Dusendorf, who was my age. Um, he was actually a little bit shorter than me. He he was in a band called Apollo, and they had me join as a rhythm guitarist and wow. a keyboard. That was my very first band. Wow. But Todd um, was like, okay, I'm going to teach you some rock guitar. And he's the guy that showed me all the stuff of bar chords in the nice. first and the fifth. Nice. And he was like, okay, now you got to learn how to play lead. And so he showed me some scales, and I'm like, okay, well... Jeez, uh, I got a note transcript. And he goes, I got the perfect song for you, man. <laughs> and everybody in Apollo smoked, so I was like super intimidated by them and everything. How old were you? Um, 16. Okay. Okay, you know, uh, that yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. I was in high school. Yeah. Um, yeah, 16. So anyhow, he wrote out the whole solo for Two Tickets to Paradise, and it's largely the melody, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But there's some also cool little riffs, and so I learned that note for note. And I... I I bet I could probably still play that note for note right now, and I haven't heard that song in, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Well, the so audience, I love this song, too. I think I'm in love. Fantastic. Bro. The audience has been waiting so long. Oh, let's just, yeah. let's just Let's just That was to. nice. Here's uh, I Think I'm in Love by Eddie Money off his 1982 album, No Control, on 95.1 KYMN, My Birthday. <laughs>
Yeah, Rich. You ever heard that song before? Um, call my cell phone. Call your cell phone? Yeah, call my cell phone. All right. Well, okay. Hang on. That's how I'm going to answer it. All right. Come on. 
Rich Lawson or Banzai Richie. <laughs> I'm your ringtone? Or don't stop believing is your my your ringtone for me? Yeah. Or is it is it like your standard ringtone? No, no. I have I have a different ringtone set up for all my most important people. Uh, oh, I get my. I, I'm, you you I, are I rate. I rate my own ringtone. You rate your own ringtone. My if, goodness. If ever I'm driving or if I'm any place and my phone starts playing, don't stop believing. There's only one person. I've got to assign not only to your mobile. I've got to assign to your home. I've got to assign to your work. Um, I don't know how to tell you this anymore. I don't have a landline anymore. So that that that's, so that phone number. Well, then that explains all the. Somebody out there is getting some really interesting messages. <laughs> anyway, in like the middle of the night. That was for those of you who Sorry. like live under a rock. <laughs> that was Journey with "Don't Stop Believing," which was 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 released in 1981, and to me, is still the number one song in 2007. <laughs> right, the first song off the Escape album. Yes, it was. I and I I uh, I had the escape album like every other 13 year old in america yeah and uh, i loved that song before it was ever a single oh yeah it was it was actually everybody thinks that it's like the first or biggest hit off that album it wasn't not who's crying now was the the first first single was who's crying now and then and then don't stop believing was second but but open arms was like the monster oh that was that was like number one forever and i'll tell you something that that song i you know how i feel about journey i love journey yeah that song has not aged well open arms um no, and I knew that song actually from the heavy metal soundtrack. Right. Because it, it, the heavy metal soundtrack came out before the Escape album. I remember that scene from the, from, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> from the heavy metal movie. Yeah. We're not going to go in. No, there, we're not. Yeah, Did yeah. you know I have that on Blu-ray? <laughs> well, anyway. It's been a long, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, guitar-driven pop music of the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Journey's top of that list. Oh, hands right, down. Right there with Journey is the next band. Yep. Ario Speedwagon. Gary like, Richard. Like, like the, the, the two major guitarists of 1982, Neil Sean and Gary Richroth. Yeah. Like, like the, the, those are the only guitarists who matter. For, yeah, for, he for, was. Yeah. And rest in peace for him yes. as well. Because, you know, we're nothing if not recognizing. <laughs> we're now at that age where we're just going, well, he's dead. He's dead. You know, so <laughs> I guess we're at that age. We're sitting on the porch and going, yep. Yeah. Do you hear about Bob? Yeah, Bob's dead. Really? Uh, hmm. Huh. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the, the song that we're going to play is off of the High Infidelity album. Yes. Which is every song on that record. I mean, that's. That's one of my flawless. There's, there's five records that I think are flawless that are from junior high. Okay. For me, they are, and in no particular order, Journey's you're, Escape. You're, you're going to say Aldo Nova, aren't you? Journey's Escape. Okay. Um, Ario Speedwagon's High Infidelity. Okay. Pat Benatar's Precious Time. Mm-hmm. Really. Okay. Um, Queen the Game. Sure. And then also Billy Squires, um, the album with. The Stroke and In the Dark. Uh, don't Say No. Don't Say, don't no. say no. I love okay. that record. Okay, great. You didn't say Aldo Nova. I'm no, because Aldo Nova came out when I was in high school. I'm talking about junior high. Aldo Nova was like fall of 82. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which I, to I, me is the early 80s. That's, that, that, right, it is the early is, 80s, to but, me, and that's but still, I moved, I'm still in junior high. I moved out of junior you high. You were substantially older than I am. So Why is everybody, everybody's now saying, you know, I've, I've got people that say, you know, Dan, you're really old. I'm not. I'm not AARP yet, you know? Actually, I am a member of AARP. I'm, I'm a member of ARP. Well, that's because you went through middle age before and I did. And you are the young, the oldest teenager 
in exactly. America. Exactly. Yes. I'm okay. a 15-year-old kid, and I've got about the mental, My, <laughs> mental maturity of, thereof. I always loved this song. Yeah. I always loved it. It took me, I think, 25 years to um, uh, figure out the line, instead you laid still in the grass all coiled up and hissing. Yeah, that's that's kind of a dark thing. My, but no, like I couldn't understand what the heck the man, what the heck didn't Kevin, know what Kevin Cronin was saying. I couldn't figure it out. It took me, I got all the way through St. Olaf without knowing what the what that what the lyrics were. What those lyrics were. You know, in the vinyl, they actually printed the lyrics. I didn't have the vinyl. I had, oh, I had the tape. I still have the vinyl. I had the tape, and then I, uh, I think I have, I, I, I've got to have that CD. Yeah, well, I've got another question that causes me a little concern about the lyric of the song that we're going to hear. Okay. We are going to, of course, be playing "Keep on Loving You," right. which was the first single released, also yeah. off of High Infidelity. Interestingly enough, this song is from 1980, not 1981. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because the single came out before the album. I think. Well, the album came out in November of 1980. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway. It really, okay. My question is, really, how does this all work? Because I don't want to sleep. I don't want to eat. Or, no, I don't want to eat. I don't want to sleep. All I want to do is keep keep on on loving you. you. And I'm going, okay, so you're not eating. You're not sleeping. That's a whole lot of loving. See, you I and mean, I, you and I have very different perspectives on the whole loving thing. Well, I know, but but that's that seems to be like excessive. Uh, well, well, not excessive, but I mean that's a whole lot of loving. That's what I'm saying. I I now understand Led Zeppelin. I guess it's a whole lot of loving, Rich. Because don't you need to eat and sleep and stuff? From I mean, 1980. This is Ario Speedwagon off of High Infidelity with "Keep On Loving You" on 95.1 KYMN. The one. Wow. You should have seen by the look in my eyes, baby There was something missing You should have known by the tone of my voice, maybe But you didn't listen You made it, but you never played Instead
And there you have it, folks, the holy trinity of early 80s pop music, Journey, Ario Speedwagon, and Foreigner. That was from Foreigner 4, Waiting for a Girl Like You, 19, July of 1982, released exactly two weeks before Escape was released, yeah. Journey's Escape album. So July of 1982 was a big month. No, it ha- No, it was released in 81. No, it was not. Okay, we're going to look this up because yeah, I was in ahead. junior high go, at the time. I was in junior you. high at the time, I, and they toured with Billy Squire Open. I actually just looked this up. Okay. Did you Wikipedia it? Yes, I did. I'm telling you it's going to be wrong. July 4th, 1982. Okay, we're going to look or at July this Or July 2nd, 1982. Um, all right, I'm going... Oh, let's see, now i got to actually go through. It actually says, re- reduced to a quartet for 1981, hit number one for 10 weeks in the U.S. and number two in Canada. Okay, you're right. <laughs> whatever i'm not i well no I, and i'm saying that it, it, because as we're sitting here listening to this album or listening to this track i'm remembering foreigner four and Styx's paradise theater were also in my junior high playlist and i moved yeah. out of i moved out of uh, junior high and junior high you, in virginia uh moved to minnesota on june 16th 1982 oh and i already had foreigner four okay because i had originally taped it off of k94 radio in virginia beach perfect so that's how did you okay i must i must have misread it yeah robert john mutt lang is the guy who produced that oh and um at one point he's a notorious perfectionist i mean he's def leppard shania twain i mean his sound is you can hear that that's his sound that's going anyhow at one point um he was working on the album, and he had a bunch of studio musicians that were helping augment it. And they were behind, they were over budget and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Mutt Lang freaks out and he goes, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? We got to get out of here. We got to be in Central Park. So he grabs everybody in the studio. They go out. They buy Frisbees at FAO Schwartz. Okay. okay? They go to Central Park. And after throwing uh, Frisbees around for five minutes, Mutt Lang, the real Mutt Lang, freaks out and goes, what are we doing here? We got an album to cut. We got to get back to the studio. So they go and do that. And you know who told that story? No. The person who told that story was one of the few people that was in the studio while they were cutting one of these tracks, playing main synthesizer, was Thomas Dolby. Oh, no. That's that, Thomas Dolby. That's Thomas that, Dolby. He was that, the main synthesizer on all of that album. That's Thomas Dolby. Thomas Dolby. And that's before She Blinded Me With Science. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which so, was a year or so later. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's Thomas Dolby. That's a little-known tidbit fact. Uh, he was a fantastic studio musician. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's. I think he's a great... Um, uh, artists just to begin with sure and i love his stuff he's he's a guy that believes flat earth you know he's like oh, he's he's like a flat earth society guy done talking about thomas well but i love yeah. him anyway uh, he's, as, he's, I, was he's saying, as so, I was saying getting back to my birthday <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right that's what this whole thing's about right journey ario speedwagon foreigner the yeah. holy trinity of early 80s i'm not gonna argue music. with you yeah. i'm and not i thought you were gonna want to insert i thought you would want to insert sticks into there but uh St- i love sticks too i mean yeah. dude i mean sticks sticks fits that mold but only for the paradise theater and uh kilroy was here albums uh yeah because cornerstone came out in 1980 that's technically the last year of the 70s in my thing okay that's fine whatever anyway so it's year 10 in a decade so okay. i was off of four and a four <laughs> we went long-winded <laughs> and now everybody's got a fun little story about thomas dolby playing synthesizers and throwing frisbees with mutt lang in central park i got nothing to say about this next song except that um i have loved it since i first heard it when i was 13 years old 
Of course, we're talking about Huey Lewis and Huey the Lewis news. And the, and he, not just Huey Lewis, but Huey Lewis and the news. Did you ever see Huey Lewis in the news? No, I didn't. Uh, I saw them in 1980, like early 87. Ooh. Like it was at their absolute like yeah. peak. And, so, and, and, and they had Tower of Power as their horn section. So you saw them on The Small World album because nope. because they had didn't well, they maybe, had maybe they had I, sports maybe, yeah and then they had four it was and four it was, was in 86 and was, so yeah. it was a small world tour yeah that was, i remember you telling me about that for yeah. some reason well i uh, i i went with this girl that i was really 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 trying to get to go out with me and and she kind of would or she'd make out with me a little bit but she never really would go out with me and well and i was trying to you know i was trying to get her to go out with me that's all. Okay, so yeah. and and so you took her to. So I took her to see Huey, Huey listen to the news, and we was a, that a we had a great time. Did you ever hear from her again? Or she was like, "Hey, thanks for the." Actually, tickets, you but- know what? I'm still in touch with her because we have one very close mutual friend. Oh, nice. Yeah, but I mean, you know, she's she's married. She's got great kids. One of her, I think, one of her kids just graduated from college, and yeah, uh, yeah. we're not that old. Well, yes, you hit, we you, are. Hit, you hit middle age before me. You're an AARP. I am. And I can't even spell AARP. You're the world's oldest teenager. <laughs> this is from 1982's album, Picture This. This is Huey Lewis in the News with Do You Believe in Love? Yes, I do. On 95.1 KYMN, the Ipsy.
That was the former lead singer of Montrose. That was Sammy Hagar with All Fall in Love Again from his 1982 album, Standing Hampton. Yeah, the former lead singer of Montrose. I love that. Hey, man, Montrose was a good band. Yeah, they don't they get were. much respect. They're, but they were a great band. Really great band. This actually, Standing Hampton, was his sixth record. Yeah. It was his first album, his first solo album to actually go platinum. Yeah. It was uh, for, he had, he jumped uh, uh, record companies. Yeah, to Geffen because yeah. Capital really kind of hosed up. You know the first five. I records. don't know that I've heard a single note from those first five albums. There's some good stuff. I mean, it's not great. Right. If if you go, do you remember back in the day when they used to have like those bargain bin cutout oh, yeah. records? Oh yeah, you'd find them there all yeah. the time. Okay, you'd find them all. But Standing Hampton, phenomenal. Standing Hampton, it's, it's a album. good record. There's so, so many. It, it, I think it, it was the first. Not the first, but it was one of the first like true rock albums. I just yeah. loved. I yeah, just loved it was it. really you know, and, and that I, that song, man. Like t- to this day, I'm not sure Sammy Hagar has written a better song than "I'll Fall in Love Again." I actually like that better than I like "I Can't Drive 55." Yeah, me too. I sure as hell like it better than that one song we played a couple of weeks ago. Which one was it? Oh, you, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> God. That's a no great respect, song. man. That's a great song. I'll follow. Yeah, it, it, the whole record's good. Sammy Hager is just one of those guys that I I gotta like, and and I'll be very serious with you, Rich. A lot of these songs, I mean, I ha- I've been kind of. You had first said, "Don't rip into me on all yeah, these," and I'll I'll tell you every every song that we've played so far tonight, with yeah. the exception of Cracker. They're all on my junior high playlist sure that's on my phone. Right. So I mean, it was it was easy to make this playlist off of stuff that is living on my phone currently. And I also own just about all of these albums in vinyl. <laughs> this, this playlist is basically it's it's one of two things. It's 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 either heavy rotation on. Ninety nine and a half uh, WLOL mm-hmm. almost perfect radio right uh, from the about from a nineteen the early eighties uh, rotation, or it's from MTV. Yeah, you know yeah. one of the two. And this is kind of that was uh, kind of how you grew up and where you were raised on uh, WLOL and MTV. And exactly. I know that I just exactly you know that was yeah. your electronic yeah. babysitter. Both was, of them. That was, that was <laughs> one nipple on each one. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I was kind of. You didn't have to go there. I mean, it's your birthday, but and you can. I'm going to give you a lot of leeway on your birthday, but uh. that, that. But that's how I grew up. That is that is it. That was my that was my musical education, or at least the formative years. Of yeah, musical it's education. you know again. That's a whole lot of loving. <laughs> All right. So he All just right. nods. And, okay. You know, I'm showing you more respect and love for this stuff than, you know, you, you threw me underwater in Triumph last time. I did. I did. And, you yeah. know. I, I went home and sobbed. No, you didn't. Well, no. but You, you threw you threw darts at a picture of me, I'm sure. That I did yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> time now. Okay. To talk about a place that's near and dear to my heart. Where's that? <laughs> where's my heart well, uh, right here. that's what i said after the show last time after you ripped into triumph that's exactly what i said okay go uh, imminent brewing we want yeah. to thank laura and derek myers we want to thank imminent brewing for sponsoring the show continuing to make the weekly list possible we love imminent brewing it was it was fantastic to meet them and now yeah you got to meet laura yeah, and derek. that was, that was I, pretty cool yeah really okay. really cool all right so now uh we, this is now Without question, my favorite part of the show. Yes, and this is what I'm looking forward to. And, of course, we're talking about Rich's Haiku Corner. Rich's Haiku (laughs) Corner, because that's what they call you now, Haiku Haiku Rich. Rich. Haiku Rich. Before today, just today, before um, we recorded, 
a mutual friend of ours, mm? challenged me. Ooh, to, you don't challenge Rich. To, challenged me to write a haiku. Hi, haiku? Haiku. <laughs> well, you do have a... Okay. Uh, Is it like an IQ haiku? <laughs> write a haiku using the word ones, ones, and once. So ones with an apostrophe, right. ones with no apostrophe, and the word once. O-N-C-E. And, and I let this person know, well, I've already written, like, I've got a trilogy of haikus for it to lead into this, but, but, and, and th- then I thought about it for five minutes, like, no, I got this. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted, and it was done. All right, you ready? So, so how many haikus are we getting tonight? We're getting four haikus tonight. <laughs> this really is Haiku Corner. I like that. That's what I'm going to call this. I'm right. going to refer to this as Rich's right. Haiku Corner. All right. Mystery person who challenged me. Mm. Big mistake. Here you go. One's soul can be saved by those people we once knew, the ones who bring hope. Oh, that was like metaphysical. And you did it. I wrote that. You wrote that on the fly. (laughs) I'll, 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 I'll read it for you. Okay, yeah, please do. One's soul can be saved by those people we once knew. The ones who bring hope. Oh, that's really sweet. You know. All right. Okay. You Moving sh- on. We should do this like for a living. Before or we for start something before, public. Before we start <laughs> taking this too seriously. Okay. Yeah, that was. All right. Deep. You ready? No. This but is go this ahead. is this is this is the trilogy of haikus. Oh. For this show. The early '80s. It was such a special time. I missed that music. Birthday Saturday. Celebratory weekend, Father's Day Sunday. Reminisce with me to remember how it felt. Simple innocence. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you should have probably said part one, (laughs) part two. The first one is like A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) Part the first. Oh, highbrow. (laughs) Installment the second. No. Anyway. Imminent Brewing. <laughs> that was Rich's Haiku Corner, yes. everybody. Birthday boy. And it's not only his birthday, and he's sharing it with everybody. Obviously, like, we have a choice. Um, you don't. He, he bequeaths <laughs> not one, not two, not three, but four haikus. I am imposing my birthday upon you. Yes, that's yes, true. Yeah. And, and, Surrender and Dorothy. I, 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 <laughs> and I'm doing it with an 80s-themed show, right? Well, it's your birthday. Eminem Brewing, it's so rad, it doms, it's like tubular, it's bitchin', it's, it is outrageous, it is radical, it is most excellent, it is totally awesome. Dude, Dude. I'm like totally vibing right now, that's like really something. Vibing wasn't in the 80s. Wasn't it? No. See, no, that's because no. I'm from the future. Right. <laughs> you are. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the basic stuff out of the way. Let's just, just talk okay. about it. Danny, are you fully vaccinated? Yes, sir, I am. You are? Good for you. You know what? When you go to Imminent Brewing, you don't have to wear a mask. <gasps> really? Da- Danny, do you believe that the pandemic is over and 100% behind us? No, I do not. Me neither. Neither does the management at Imminent Brewing. So they're that's gonna because ask- they're really smart. <laughs> they're 
really smart. Yeah. So they're going to ask those of you who are not yet fully vaccinated, and by fully vaccinated, I mean two weeks removed from the uh, the shot that would complete the vaccine cycle. So if like you know if you got the Pfizer, the Moderna, it's your second shot. If you got the Johnson and Johnson, it's just one shot. As long as you're two weeks removed. Right. Okay. Vaccinated. Then good. That, good. That's when the microchip is activated. And, oh, good. And hopefully, and I do mean this in all seriousness. I hope that nobody had any negative ill effects um, from those shots because I know that some people, oh, you know, know, everybody I re- know a reacted whole differently. A lot of people who got sick. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, yeah. I I feel very fortunate that well, I you know had what? nothing. You know but... what? Had I gotten sick, it would have been worth it. It w- It still would have been worth it. So the long and short on the side note here is, if you have not been vaccinated. Go out and get it. Oh, Cause, God. Because then you don't, Go I mean, get just get vaccinated. Just so. get the shots, please. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't give a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, I mean, two weeks removed from the shot that would complete the vaccine cycle. And, and then we are, uh, okay, hang on. I got to start over again here. So, they're going to ask those of you who are not yet fully vaccinated, uh, we're going to ask you to wear a mask. Okay, now there's no way to enforce this rule. So it comes down to personal responsibility. You could be a jerk and say you're vaccinated when you're not. But what does that say about your character? Exactly. What does that say about, you know, your integrity? The thing is, no one's going to ask you uh, if you're vaccinated. And if you if you aren't wearing a mask, we're all just going to assume that you are vaccinated. And if you're going to lie about it, well, then you're just going to have to live with it. Live with yourself, you know, whatever. Okay. Anyway, um, I would say it's about 85% back to business as usual mm-hmm. at Eminem Brewing, maybe 80%. They're, they're, they're still uh, uh, operating at 85% capacity, and there isn't live music yet, so it's not totally right. back to normal yet. But pretty much everything else uh, is the way it's been for the four years minus the pandemic. And yes, I said four years, because this weekend is uh-huh. anniversary weekend for Eminem Brewing. Really? So that might be Saturday, June 19th? Actually, technically, um, we're recording this on June 16th. Today is the four-year anniversary. Okay. But they're not open today. So. so, But they're open on Thursday. So starting 17th, that's anniversary so, weekend. So, yeah, four years plus a day. Right, yeah. I, I think that's fantastic. It is, it is such a... I mean, I'm not saying this because they're sponsors or anything like that. Beautiful place. Just as it's the two-year anniversary of the Weekly List and the 156th anniversary of the end of slavery in America and the 52nd anniversary of me, it's been four (laughs) years since Eminent Brewing opened. So get on in there and wish a happy anniversary to Laura and Derek and Jared and Justin. Maybe Steph will be there. And I'll be there on Friday night, but not Saturday because Saturday is my birthday. And wish the (laughs) stalwart OGs from the original crew a happy four years. And and then wish everyone else who maybe hasn't worked there quite so long uh, a happy anniversary. And and wish wish yourself a happy anniversary because you love Imminent Brewing, too. Go celebrate. Fantastic. Now, what day is your birthday again? What day are you not working? Uh, Saturday, June 19th. Okay. Juneteenth to some. June 19th. Well, and that's a federal holiday. It is. Having nothing to do with me. And I'm not going to get any mail that day. No, you're not. Thanks. But that's well. Know, well, that's good. You know, it, it just it's not your. You're what, not responsible. What this for that. means is that if you want to send me a birthday card, make sure you send it early so it does get to me before my birthday because I'm not going to get any mail on my birthday anymore. That's true. Okay, Dragon Squirrel Juicy IPA, Cannon River Pale Ale, Hourglass ESB, Missing Link Dark Lager, Wolf Creek IPA, Session Mark Hill Wheat, Missing Link Dark Lager. That one's really good. 
Oh, I've, I, really, I said I really, Missing Link Dark Lager twice. Yeah, I know. I, I thought it was just because it. all of these beers are great. The Missing Link one is really tasty. I like that that's one. That's the growler the, that I have for you. After right. The show. Yeah. I, I've had that before. Yeah, I know you. I know. That's that's kind of, I mean, they don't have the uh, the coffee chocolate stout anymore. No, they don't. So okay. yeah. this is my new favorite. Right. I can be easily swayed. The Lockwood <laughs> Pre-Prohibition Style Lager and Rumination Brown Ale. You like that one because it causes you to think. Totally awesome. You're a deep thinker. You can scarf some Potter's Pasties tomorrow night and Scott and uh, Scotty's whole hog, whole hog, Scotty's whole hog Carolina <laughs> style barbecue on Sunday for Father's Day and Happy Father's Day to you, Danny. Ah, thanks, yeah, yeah. And no. uh, Imminent Brewing is open four to eight on Thursdays, four to nine on Fridays, two to nine on Saturdays, and two to seven on Sundays. As always, all the information you need can be found on their website at imminentbrewing.com. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. So music from the early 80s is super, super important to me. You know what is almost as equally important to me? Your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, that was good. See how I, I, like I did, that? did that? There. I twisted that around. Ooh. Movies from the early 80s. Oh, yes. You know? Yeah. And I, every movie I love from the early 80s is a really bad movie. Every, oh, almost every single like, like what? I'm not a big fan of like the French Lieutenant's Woman, which I guess is a okay. really good movie, or or Chariots of Fire, which one? Chariots of, of Fire. I love that movie. That Eric, I what Eric Little, dude, Scots. I love that movie. I'm gonna go on record and say I've seen Chariots of Fire more times than anybody. Probably, I I have only seen <sighs> it one time. Um, well, maybe maybe, you know? maybe I should give it another shot. Yeah, but, give it another yeah. shot. It's a beautiful um, movie. But the movies I love from the early '80s are like you know, Sixteen Candles and and, yeah. and and my favorite movie from the early '80s, Valley Girl. Oh, that's a good one. I love that is Valley, funny. Which is you know, Deborah Foreman, man. It's it's you know, it's it's Romeo and Juliet set against uh, Southern California. I need Los to Angeles. see that movie again. Ooh, it's it's terrible, <laughs> <laughs> but but the soundtrack the soundtrack is outstanding is phenomenal and. There, the, you, you you think Valley Girl, at least for me, you think one specific song. And this song, as it turns out, as I look back on the entire decade, right, this song is my favorite song from the 80s. Seriously? Seriously. By the real. Psychedelic Furs? No. No. It was, which one are we playing? Hang on. Oh, no, no, no. Modern English. Sorry. I, I totally screwed that. Yeah. And it's 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 the uh, the song at the end of the movie. It's the uh, end credit song. It was not written for the movie. They just, you know, they just uh, licensed it and, and, and played it. Um, but I love this song. I wow. love this song. Have you, have you ever seen Modern English? In, like in concert? Yeah. No. Have I you? have. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever G- seen Echo and the Bunnymen? No, I haven't. I have. Okay, so we're playing this game now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you how we I... We could go on forever with yes. this game. <laughs> okay, Modern English. They actually, back in the day... And this is before you were a student, because I already knew your answer on Modern English, because mm-hmm. I think it was my first year at St. Olaf. Okay. They used to have that joint uh, concert. Uh, did they between... bring in Modern English? Yes, they modern did. Modern English came to Northfield. Yes. Modern English has played Northfield for real. I saw them. At, was, at, was Arbstock? At, is that... at Arbstock, yes. Wow. The thing that bummed me out was two years before, they had REM. REM. Yeah, I knew that. We heard the legend about that, and it was like, I think it may have been on like their Reckoning album. But, Which is crazy. Yeah, I know. Bizarre on that. But right. um, yeah, Modern English. Wow. I, and I, because of that, I've always loved I Melt With You. I just love I Melt. This is my favorite song from the 80s. 
from uh, 1982 in the uh, uh, what after the snow. I think that's the yeah. name of the record. But for me, it's always going to be from the soundtrack to the movie Valley Girl, yep. starring Deborah Foreman and Nicolas Cage. Amazing. Yeah. He owns an island, and we don't know where Deborah Foreman went. But I loved her. She was great in that movie. <sighs> yes. I melt with you by Modern English. I'm 95.1 KYMN. It's Rich's birthday.
From 1984, their Mirror Moves album. That was the Psychedelic Furs with The Ghost in You. I, um, I, I, I went back shortly before we started recording tonight, and I looked at the uh, the playlist from last year's mm-hmm. birthday show. And, yeah, I played Ghost in You last year, too. But On top of the Cracker Tune? Uh, well, Cracker Tune I meant to play. Right, right, right. But I didn't mean to play. Except that, you know, if, if I Melt With You is not my favorite 
'80s song than the Ghost in You is. So that's I mean, such an exceptional God, song. I mean, song. man, and psychedelic first. Like there is your utter definition of the post-punk band. Oh yeah, that started out actually as a punk band, right? And totally just went straight synth pop after a while. Yeah, uh, there's so many great songs. You know, one of you had mentioned the Valley Girl soundtrack. Yep. One of my favorite soundtracks from all the 1980s is Pretty in Pink. Yes, and Actually, Psychedelic Furs re-recorded they the did. song they Pretty did. in and, Pink and, for and, that. And there, there are those who hold that the re-recording is not as good as the original. Um, I go both ways on that. Yeah. It really depends. In the yeah. context of all of those songs on that soundtrack, yep. and I'm talking left of center, yep. um, you know, Susan Vega and all of those. Isn't, uh, uh, isn't Jesse Johnson? Yes, he on, is. On that, yes, on that he is from Just the time. W- I want to get to know you. Yeah. yeah. But that's a great soundtrack as well. And Psychedelic Furs... I take a soundtrack point of view with them in a different kind of way than your Valley Girl. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. what a fan, Richard Butler, man. What a unique <laughs> and, and, voice. And his brother, the Butler brothers. Yes. Richard and I can't remember, Simon maybe, Simon Butler? Might be. Yeah. Anyway. I, I just think what a what unique a cool voice. voice. Absolutely. No question. And, and a great lyricist. Phrasing, and, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so this next song... I don't know that you and I... Marillion? Yeah, We've never talked about I, this, and this you, is you the misspent... never you, actually discussed this song. No, we never have, which is weird, isn't and that? It is, it is, um, it, 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 for me, it's like an like all-time, like, top 25 song. And it's a song that I don't think a whole lot of people actually even know. Like, it was a, um, it was an MTV song. Like, mm-hmm. it was an MTV hit. And it was, um, like, in the t- it, it cracked the top... 100 in billboard but it like but and this is like the only even close to hit marillion yeah had in, in america and it's from the misspent childhood album misspent childhood yeah you know i i love this song Mis- I, misplaced childhood. misplaced childhood. Yeah. i love this song me too and i think it's 1985 85 85 so i i love this and for you know what a kaylee is right the in this it's referring to a name of a person right um but and I've made this mistake for a long time. I always thought a Kaylee was spelled the same way. And a Kaylee is a Scottish-Irish um, traditional social gathering with a lot of bagpipes oh, and, really? and um, drums and stuff. And I've been to a number of Kayleys. But a Kaylee, that Kaylee is spelled C-E-I-L-I-D-H. Okay. And a Kaylee, if you have ever been to one, is like the loudest freaking thing really? that you have ever heard in a in confined space when you hear that many bagpipes and drums. But spelled differently this is kaylee yeah you know yeah i just always thought that my the traditional yeah. scottish thing was spelled the same way but no, I, have, wrong. I have i have i have always i mean i, I in 1985 i i pedaled my bike out to southdale and and actually it was yeah i did because it was before i had my driver's license i pedaled my bike out of <laughs> southdale went to music land bought the tape Ooh. And, right and and uh uh, sometime in college, I think. As a matter of fact, uh, one of our shenanigans with the uh, the Columbia House uh, CD club. Yeah, <laughs> did you get this? On I CD? got, I got, I got the CD. And uh, um, but then when we were in London, mm-hmm. um, I bought this uh, sampler of um, the um, from the Marquee Club of just bands that. Oh had, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember and, that. And the thing about Kaylee is that like m- the misplaced childhood album is it um the whole album just sort of flows and there's no spaces between the songs right. it just flows one into the other so it always kind of bugged me that i couldn't isolate kaylee but but on this marquee club 
CD that I had, it was isolated, so I could put it now on comp tapes and things, too. Right? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, love that. Great. That's great. Anyway, so, like, I have always loved this song. And for, you know, the last 20 years or so, I don't know, as I've gotten older, um, the song is just... Uh, it just keeps coming back to me and it haunts me. I just... Yeah. yeah the song means a ton to me. Yeah. So... From 1985, from the Misplaced Childhood album, this is Marillion with Kaylee on 95.1 KYMN. Say I'm sorry, but Katie, I'm too scared to pick up. 
was a band that once recorded a song called gary's got a boner <laughs> i can't believe you well yeah that was a, another, another great there. beautiful punk song called tommy gets his tonsils out yeah. that was the poppiest thing ever recorded by our probably my favorite minnesota band the replacements i mean and i I, I have such a special relationship with the replacements i, I adore that band yeah, me too it's me like too. I don't. We should do a whole show on the replacements, we, and then that, that day is coming. We're going to do know, a replacement show, and, and not just their stuff, but some of their solo stuff. I'm talking about Tommy Stinson. I'm talking about Paul Paul Westerberg. I mean, Chris Mars, Chris man. Mars, Horseshoes oh, and geez, hand, yes. hand grenades. My God, yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, um, that was that was not an early '80s song. That song was released just in time for me to graduate from uh, high school. Yep, that was from that the "Please to Please to Meet Me" to Meet Me album not from 1987. Did you know Alex Chilton plays guitar on that song? Really? And there's yeah. a song called Alex Chilton yeah. on that. Yeah, exactly. And they recorded the al- album in Memphis because of Alex Chilton. Jim Dickinson yep. produced that record. Yep, exactly. Great song. I love that song. Oh. And the, that's that's the first time that they ever cut that that worked because yeah. they they had done a version on for Tim, which yes, was the album did. that came before. Yep. And there was a live version on a cassette only bootleg that they stole from a fan who was taping it and the name <laughs> of that bootleg was only on cassette. It was called the the shot hits the fans was the name of it. But we've now hit this point. This is we're we're nearing the end. Yes, we are. Um Rich, I I have to be honest, all of these songs I absolutely love. Every one of these songs. Me too. Um Thanks. you you Good. made a great set list. Great. This is this works. However, this is all your birthday. And so one of the things that I need to do <laughs> Look at is that. I, I've got a present for Rich that I would like for him to open. On air. Do you want me to open the card first? You can open the card. You okay. probably shouldn't read it. There's all kind of sappiness in there. And, you know, okay, we'll, we'll leave the card. Well, well you can. But anyhow, I want you to describe the package uh, that I have wrapped this in for you because this is very special. This is is this Justin Bieber? Wrapping yes, it's paper? Justin Bieber. It's Justin Bieber. Justin Justin Bieber. Christmas wrapping. Paper. Christmas wrapping paper. <laughs> and this, if you look, that was like at the height of his uh, like prepubescent of, fame of, of Bieber of like Bieber, Bieber mania, mania. Yeah. and so I had gone and I bought this wrapping paper as a joke <laughs> because my daughter was like a hipster you know right, teenager right. Hated Justin and, Bieber. right this is this paper in all seriousness I use it very sparingly and I only wrap it as gifts to people who are most important to me so Aww. so that that Bieber paper if you Aww. get something from me in wrapped in Bieber paper Aww. That's my way of saying I love you. Aw. Yeah. Thanks, Danny. Yeah, so there Thanks. you go. Okay, so I'm... I'm, I'm, <laughs> He's I'm gonna, <laughs> such a visual here. medium. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm opening this. I, I, um, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of CDs in here. Because <laughs> you're... I was really surprised by something. Neil Young. Oh, my gosh. What the hell is this? These are beautiful. This is... Oh, I'm 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 a little speechless. These are um, three uh, recently issued from his archives from from the from the Vault albums. This is uh, yeah. This one is is. I mean, I, I, you guys. You don't understand. Show. This this like, was the thing that kind of surprised me because when when you say okay, I was, I'm going to do my birthday show. I'm going to program some of my favorite stuff, and I was like, hey, where the hell is Neil Young on this? Well, Neil didn't do anything in the early '80s. Well, he did trans. I love the trans record. And you're dead staring me. I, I'm okay. I'm like the only person. That I my favorite. Actually, there's a lot about the trans album I like, but it's not something I would play. I now see. Mount I get my Mount Rushmore, and I get five yes. because it's my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, Billy Joel, Joni Mitchell, Bob Dylan, and Neil Young. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have been keeping up with the things that he's been releasing because everything gets out onto Spotify, and right. I also subscribe to his. Uh, his website so I can actually like get into the vault myself. Right. And, but this is Danny. Thank you. This well, is, so this is, this is the young Shakespeare album, which is, um, uh, a, a, a concert from uh, January of 1971. This is uh Neil and crazy horse, uh, way down in the rust bucket, man. This is uh what tour is this from? Is this from, uh, I can't even tell. I can't, I don't have my glasses. I can't, oh. I can't. 
Do you want me to? Yeah. And then and then Homegrown, which is uh, actually an album uh, that I own on vinyl. Um, but you you may or may not know this. I like I have the vinyl, but I don't own a working record player. So. <laughs> do you do you, do you still own a CD player? I do. Okay, good. I so do. then, I mean, I wasn't sure either way because oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you're you're an old guy, but you're still kind of hip, you know, in your own way. And it doesn't even say the date of this Neil Young well, actually, crazy let's, verse. Let's, well, I'm, boy, this is really this is riveting, isn't it? You know, um, at least you didn't cry. You know, I was I was kind of hoping that you'd I'm cry on the air. Touched by this, yeah. actually. Well, this, is, this is amazing. Um, well, it's a double disc. Of course. Uh, down in the rust bucket. Because the best album. How am I supposed to read this? Okay, hand it to me. <laughs> how am I supposed to read this? This is, a, you know. Come on, Neil. Anyway. It just, okay. Do you, they don't even say what year it is. Okay, here. Hang on. This, <laughs> this is really compelling radio stuff. You know. Um. <laughs> We're going to look this up. While I'm looking this up, folks, I'm going to tell you that this uh, is just about going to do it for this here edition of the Weekly List. And if you like the show, you can uh, you can podcast us on, on Stitcher and on iTunes and on Google and on wherever else you like to get your podcast. Um, or you can, uh, you can go to our program uh, page on the uh, KYMN website. At where we've got you know all the old arc old uh, old shows archived, you can find us on Facebook where I, I post uh, um, I post each new show every Friday morning. Okay, way down in the rust bucket is a live album and concert film from Canadian American rock musician Neil Young and his band Crazy Horse, released February twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. It is volume eleven point five. <laughs> in the series oddly specific of the Neil Young archives um the album was recorded November 13th 1990 oh i saw this tour man did you seriously yeah i was on like the third or fourth i was at the third or fourth is show this the tour. one with the this is, effing up this from is, the freedom this no that's this or, is the uh this would have been the ragged glory tour okay the, um, with arkweld yeah that, that yeah yeah that Ar- that arkweld thing that that's the same tour yes. okay um First time I saw Neil Young was pure crazy horse. Not a there wasn't an acoustic guitar within mm, five no. miles of the building, and it was the the bill was it was Social Distortion, Sonic Youth, and Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Oh man, the Godfather of grunge, the really. Godfather and this is grunge. really pre grunge or at the very initial part this of is, grunge. This, this is probably what this the... was. This was the tour that birthed grunge. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, Danny, Rich, thank dude. you. You know, you. you and I are kind of, um, well, I guess we're a complete package, I suppose. <laughs> it's been described before, and that's true. I mean, buy one, get the other one for free. <laughs> Truth. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's like you don't know much about horse racing, I'm sure, but like if you... Don't, bet, much if, about what? Horse racing. But oh, if yeah. you bet the K- Kentucky Derby, and there's a trainer that's got two horses in the Derby, you bet on one, you get the other horse in the in the the uh, on the bet, too. Oh, okay. So you bet on Danny, you get me along with you. Okay. Well, yeah. that's either good nor bad. Or, it just is. That's <laughs> just how. Is. But anyhow, Rich, in all seriousness, happy birthday. I'm glad that you're here. Um, I've known you forever, and you're my oldest and dearest friend. So I love you, you know, Danny. I love you, too. Thank you. So Thank you very much. And this is really touching. This is good. really nice. Well, I hope that you enjoy them. Um, 
You know, and you're the guy that really got me into Neil Young. So, and I, I do like Neil Young. I don't feel like you're actually into Neil Young. I feel like you're just sort of humoring me. No. Yeah. You know. Well, Neil Young's a. He's an acquired taste. He, no question. But Harvest Moon but Man. Once you acquire oh, that yeah. taste. There's a lot of his stuff that I really, you know. I know, I know that. Prairie Wind. I know how much you love Prairie Wind. And that's wonderful. That's a great album. Yeah. And, uh, this, is, this is phenomenal. This is awesome. Good. Well, I'm, This Homegrown album is so good. Okay. It is so good. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing him sometime, and I'll, I'll go on Apple Music, and I will check these out because, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay. So. So, all right. So, Danny, Rich. if there's one thing I've learned in my now 52 years. <laughs> okay. So, tell us the one thing. Give us the bard of wisdom that you've got um, because, you know, you're so um, uh, jubilant. Roll with the changes. Oh. Uh. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you guys ne- get oh, talk to you guys again next. Here's week. this is Ario Speedwagon from, oh. and we want to talk about with a little bit of fun. The name of the album is called "You Can Tune a Piano, But You Can't Tune a Fish." Very possibly the single worst name of an album. Ever. I think I think that's fun, man. No, it's stupid. Okay, I guess we're back to our normal selves. <laughs> yeah, the love fest the, is over. Thanks Great. for the discs. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, roll with the changes. <laughs> We love you. I love you. I love you, too. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you guys again next week. Bye.
Thanks for listening to this KYMN radio podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast or found it interesting, consider leaving us a review and sharing this podcast on social media. You can find more podcasts like it on our website, kymnradio.net, or wherever you get your podcasts, simply by searching the KYMN radio podcast. And of course, you can listen to us live on 95.1 FM, 1080 AM, and on our website. KYMN is your home for real radio, true variety.